Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. A custom intro from the uber-talented Ben Gallagher. Across from me, Ann Gallagher. Anne of Ann and Annie and Grit and Gravitas. Yay! <laughs> right? We did it! We're here! Woo! Phil, this is such a high gear day for us. Oh, my God. And we're going to get into why high gear, right? Uh, this we're going to get our, in. This is our setup show to focus on you. The Anne of Anne and Annie, and you're very uncomfortable with that, which is just delicious. And I'm um, you. You have uh, you're making me uncomfortable, which I know as a leader is a good thing. So I'm going to go down roads that I probably would advise other uh, men and women to go, and I would be behind them, giving them talking points and and pointing the pointing the way. So thanks for making 2021 a very good and uncomfortable year. Oliver Wendell Holmes, just just quickly, and I'm paraphrasing, I, I don't get quotes precisely right, but he said, um, once an idea is your head and expanded, it never contracts to the original size. So this started out as an idea. It's an extraordinarily heavy lift for us, but I want to go back to Ben Gallagher, who provided that intro for yes, us, he did. which lives nowhere else on the planet except in grit and gravitas. Yes. <laughs> well, when you said we need, we need an intro, we need outro. I said, oh, I know someone, I know someone. Um, I am fresh back from Nashville, Tennessee, which is a fabulous, fabulous city full of energy and passion and creativity. But I was there, uh, Corey and I, my husband were there to surprise uh, Benjamin on his uh, new record label signing with Quartz Hill Records, which is a phenomenal milestone and opportunity and the team, Benny Brown and his team are icons in the industry. So we were there literally sitting on a bench in front of our hotel while Benj and Monica walked by and, and popped up and surprised him. So very exciting to have him part of our high gear. And um, I'm excited to be here with you. I have no idea what the future will hold for us, but hopefully we're going to be an example to other young women and young business leaders to uh, make today the day. And that's going to be my first question as we examine you for our first show <laughs> uh, before we turn the table. So first of all, proud, proud mama and papa bears for Ben. And secondly, it's Corey's birthday. It is. Our show, we're, we're recording our show on the day of your husband's birthday. And so now in one fell swoop, we talked about a core centric part of you, which is your family. Yeah. No question. True. 
So I have known you for a lot of years and I, we had lunch in, in 2020. I don't know what month. I wish I did. Uh, and I said, you know, Ian, I, I have this idea I've been kicking around in my head for, for years, right? But it doesn't help if it stays in my head. It has to get out to the, to the world. I, I would like to do a podcast that centers on women, on their journey, on their difficulties, on their triumphs, their defeats. What would it look like for you? Or would you consider maybe doing that with me? I don't know that the sentence finished and you were like, (laughs) yes, absolutely. Uh, There's a few people in my life that I say yes, almost immediately. And you're in that inner circle. Why did you say yes? I love your ideas and your energy, and uh, I would commit to you knowing that you wouldn't take this in a direction, you know, that, that would not be successful, that wouldn't be able to give back to other people. And that's been part of my 20-year business journey. In areas where I couldn't find my way, I made sure that the young women behind me would have an open door, or I'd be able to reach down and give them a hand up. And not a handout, you know, be able to say, go left, go right, stay straight, um, shorten their learning curve, if you would, which is part of Women in High Gear. And it's part of what we're really committed to doing here in wherever this podcast goes. You have a long career in business. You know, this 2020 was our 20th year as Dieter Gallagher Group. And I've learned a lot of things. So I want to make sure that the next generation and two generations uh, below them really uh, have a stronger pathway on their journey. So they won't make the same mistakes. And, and the, the world has changed since the last 10 months. So I think even lessons we've learned now as executives would be extremely helpful to young people, whether they're in college, whether they're looking to interview for jobs, uh, how much grit they need and what gravitas means to them. What does that mean when they walk into a room of uh, business executives? Um, they're trying to make connections. I think we're in the connection economy. And hopefully going forward, we're going to share some of those ideas. How do you connect with people? How do you um, introduce yourselves and in, a, in a virtual world? How do you do that? So this, I'm committed to uh, going on this journey with you. And I said from the very beginning, this is internet radio. So, so the, the good news is anyone can do it. The challenging news <laughs> is anyone can do it. So it took about um, you know, a million podcasts. Right. And why should people care? I'm a big, big, big why person. Right. Because if you understand why, you're much more willing to get on board. So if I just said to you, oh, I want to start a podcast and, and you didn't ask me why, I'd be like, what? So that trust, right, is foundational. Mm-hmm. And... My sense is that you don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Our currency is in absolutely coaching, mentoring, cutting down that learning curve and essentially saying, hey, you don't have to agree with anything. You can say, oh, that solidified my position in the opposite because you and I aren't going to agree. But a a superpower that, that a woman has is managing conflict. A superpower 
that I have is building relationships. Well, guess what? In any meaningful relationship, there's going to be conflict. Sure. And people aren't going to care what we know until they know that we care. And so one of the paramount things to this is essentially that we all have the same amount of time in a day. You do, I do. We're both running companies. In your case, you own it, right? I don't own the company I run. We don't, our time is our currency. We're, we're moms, we're wives, in your case, you're, you're a grandmother. And so that entire responsibility as a woman right, right. is all equally important. So I want to start with saying you're published, right? Yes. So tell me about the phrase high gear because our legion of listeners, you know, in the beginning, our friends and yes. families, they're, they're, they're going to they're hear that a lot. And, and that is enormously impressive to me because we all have a book in our head, but, but how did you. And for everyone out there who has a book in their head, uh, part of the mantra of our show is today's the day. Don't wait for 2022. Don't wait till we come out of the pandemic. Don't wait till 10 of your friends really nudge you that way. Today's the day. Get the pen and paper out. Get the laptop out. Open notes on your iPhone and start your book. On that premise, <clears throat> you and I both have non-traditional journeys to executive leadership. Woo, way do people hear those. How about that as a tease? Totally, it's crazy. totally different paths. And I think that's such a a wonderful uh, message to anyone out there, whether you're in college, whether you've graduated, whether you're mid-career, whether you're an on-ramper, I use that term a lot, if you have off-ramp to care for children or care for aging parents, you're coming back in, uh, non-traditional is a great opportunity. It, you don't have to follow you know, A, B, and C of uh, you graduate from college or you graduate from high school, you choose a trade, you stay in the job. I mean, the world's a different place and that's a good thing right now. There are so many opportunities. So back to your question, uh, high gear. I realized uh, I did not have a pathway to my future. When I started my business at age 40, that's another story, very non-traditional go to the bank and ask for a loan when you're 40 and you had spent 15 years as a stay-at-home mom raising three sons. So <laughs> I have this idea. Um, and Women in High Gear was born out of making sure other people would have uh, a path forward to them should they choose. If you were a stay-at-home mom, there's tremendous opportunities to leverage those skills into the workplace should you choose, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's, you know, going back to work for something else, whether it's a, a passion project, social entrepreneurship, a side gig, if you would. And so my co-author, Amy Howe, we each contributed to every chapter. I was coming from an on-ramper, had off-ramp for 15 years, on-ramped and burst onto the marketplace, like, okay, I'm here to do business. <clears throat> and she had worked nonstop from college. So she had done the whole daycare um, uh, lifestyle, and she knew what challenges that brought, and I knew what challenges being out of a work environment for 15 years brought. So we really felt that we had a lot of insight to offer that would change people's you know, business choices, especially for young women. And I made sure all three of our sons read the book and gave me feedback and their girlfriends at the time, wives now. 
uh, to just say, does this resonate with you? Are these the kinds of questions you're asking? And I'm st- I still reread my own book. And I can't wait till we get to the chapter on emotional resilience because <laughs> I'm not going to bear my soul. I know you want me to, but. Uh, oh, so you think you are. There's, right? yeah. So uh, I'm 100% EQ, right? And you know that, you know, 100% emotional. And so from the second you went to the bank, right, I would submit to you that, that you sold the bank on you. Life is a sales call. Yes, it is. Doesn't matter yeah. what you're trying to influence. And really, if we said sales was persuasion or influence, wouldn't we be looked at differently? Because I'm salesman all the way. I'm, I, I impact change. Yeah. I embrace change. I found something to do that fits 100% with who I am. It's still what I do, but it's really who I am. You know, and that transparency is fraught with lots of detours <laughs> and potholes. So my question for you is how, when you look at someone like me who has, you know, salesmen emblazoned on their forehead, and part of that is I never wanted someone to tell me what I'm worth. I want to get Good up. Point. I want to go point. out. If I want to raise, I yeah. don't want to be beholden to someone to give me Good. a raise. Look out world. And that was just amazing to me, right? So so how would you look at what you do on a daily basis to own a business, what you've done in 20 years, what you've accomplished? You're a tour de force. Sometimes at night, you just look for the meteor <laughs> shooting that? across the sky, right? <laughs> Can I tweet that? And oh my gosh, it's Andy or Gallagher. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? So- I think my family will be very surprised that, that you've uh, graciously used the term tour de force. Isn't this a perception, right? We talk about perception a lot. And one of the things moving forward in the show is we're going to have people that are really important and close to us call in with their perception, and I almost 100% guarantee you that they will reveal things about you that you never knew they thought. I agree. I agree. But but how do you look at that sales from someone like me who has to sort of, on a daily basis, make that happen to get compensated, right. still to this day, versus what you do to sell to keep your company in business? Any small business owner or entrepreneur is a salesperson. And they may not have that on their name tag. They may not even have it on their LinkedIn or even feel that it's one of their traits. But I guarantee you, if you uh, are seeking to be a successful business, you have to be a master of sales. Because if you if you don't own your message or you can't convince me why you are the best, you know, why Universal Media is the firm for Dieter Gallagher Group to partner with on clients, I'm going elsewhere. So you have to know your value. You have to convince me and make me feel like I've made the best decision possible. So in the public relations industry, I'm sales on every single aspect. Every uh, Everything I do, everything I write actually has a sales and a persuasion aspect to it because I'm persuading clients to choose us. There's a, there's a lot of public relations uh, firms out there. And then I'm, I'm working hourly to persuade the media, whether that's traditional media, whether it's social media, whether it's influencers, to take our stories, to to bring your camera, to bring your microphone, to pull out the iPhone, uh, to show up in an event. It's all persuasion. And if your passion doesn't ooze out of your emails and your text and your persona, no one shows up. There's tremendous risk in that. Yeah. 
There is. <laughs> in there. And, and look, let's, let's be really clear on something up front for this show. I, I, I have a husband and I have a son and every department head I have at Universal Media is, is a man. Yeah. Right. This isn't for one scintilla of one second in any capacity anti-male. No. This is 100% amplification of women. I don't believe in my, in my career in business, women do enough for other women. So to your point weeks ago, we can sit here and, and talk about how to do that. Are you and I in our hemisphere can, can impact that. And to be able to look now, right. And you hate this, but with less days ahead of me (laughs) than behind, right. I'm able to say sales really is persuasion because I'm not selling my department heads, anything I'm selling a team. I'm selling a lane to each of them to form the best team. You, you have employees, both of which are not where you're sitting yeah. today in that geography. The currency has to change from when they were here to now that they're not, which is sometimes COVID, but yeah. but but really doesn't matter rhetorically where they are. So you start this business. Why didn't you find a job with an existing company? I don't love taking orders from people. So <laughs> I think... Um, but we do that with our partners, with our well, business, right. right? But I don't... I figured... Um, so in 2000, I was at a crossroads where the boys were getting, you know, up through middle school. Benjamin was the youngest of the three coming up. Uh, he was probably in seventh grade, hitting high school. They were full of all wrestlers, all manner of activities, all scouts, uh, and I just realized all Eagle Scouts, all Eagle Scouts. Yes. Uh, shout out to uh, Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts. It's a tremendous amount of work. <clears throat> um, I realized that now I was uh, editor at a publishing house for five years straight out of college. The Monday after Saturday graduation from Shipmansburg University. We have to give Woo-hoo! them a shout out. Ship hip hooray. Yes. Both ship <laughs> Love ship. Um, so I just realized that I could either one go back to a publishing setting or a communication setting or a PR setting and work for someone else, or I could jump in the deep end. One of my favorite quotes is from Jonathan Winters, who, you know, the younger listeners won't even know who that is. Google him. Um, If your ship doesn't come in, swim to it. And I thought, I'm not waiting for someone to knock on the door and say, Ann, we think you would be a great CEO. We think you should start a PR firm. Um, I just... uh, invested in myself, bet on myself. You have to be comfortable doing that. You know, I fit, there's no one else that I can control. I could control myself. So I think I can make it. And what's the worst that can happen? So I fall and I get up and I take it in a different direction. So there's lots of tips that I learned in this journey from the year 2000 to 2021. But uh, I took off and because I started at age 40, I didn't have a long runway. I didn't have 20 years to figure it out. So I had a high gear sense of energy from day one. You know, I had a home office in the bedroom to the point where one of my older brothers said like, Ann, if, if everyone knew, if your clients knew like where your office was, I said, that, that's irrelevant. 
you know, so go from there to meeting uh, CEOs in coffee shops, you know, going to all the, the chamber events that you do and shout out to the chambers. I still passionately believe in uh, the business environment and supporting your community through chamber membership and activities and then to leasing space for seven years and then buying my own building. So it was a journey. And if you had told me when I was in college that this is what I would do, I'd say, you're, you know, you're insane. Never, never do I see myself on this path. And there was no playbook for it. But the great thing, especially for moms who are working moms, um, and stay-at-home moms who want to start something, don't take yourself out of the race before you're in the race. Don't predict, you know, what the future holds. Just go create the future. And there are so many opportunities, so many people like both of us willing to help you and have coffee with you, shoot you an email, introduce you to uh, influencers and executives that can open doors for you. The really compelling part of that journey is essentially when we get to 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 the end of that bite is that you bet on yourself and you didn't want someone to put value and worth on you. Yeah. And I said up front the exact same thing, you know, as far as just being a salesman. Yeah. So when you're a salesman with just commission, there's risk every single day. But talk to me about the risk in a corporation, for instance, yeah. where you essentially have whomever is your boss has to, something has to happen to them for you to rise up. And so there's not as much control, mm-hmm. but with more control is more risk. And that's an interesting play to me because I get the question a lot, how is corporate America versus a a family independently owned media company? So I just finished my 10th year, starting my 11th at Universal Media. And I still get that question. It's 10 years, right? So so my point to that too is uh, you said something to me at one point that just landed on me like a house. And it may have been about Ben because this is not his first record label. Right, right. And I would say to you, how's, how's Ben doing? And of course you're secretive and there's good news. And, and I said, well, what, 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 what are you doing between that? Right. And so all I know is he said to me, there's not a plan B. Right. There's no trap door. Right. There's no little cocoon to come back to. He was going to be a musician with a label. That is his career. Yeah. And I was sitting there with you and when, when you had an office in our building, when he got accepted yeah. to Belmont, uh, to Belmont in Nashville, which is the Wharton yes. equivalent <laughs> of the music industry. Exactly. And did you, did you in your mind have a plan B or was there not a plan B? No. You mean, how did I see my success going forward? Did I think I would make it? If you didn't make it, right? Do, do you see, well, if I fail, it's it's cool because I have this well, over here. I don't here. like to fail. And as you know that, and I don't, I don't really want to talk deeply about <laughs> I know that you're going to just uh, ever so gently inch me that way. Um, <clears throat> but but failure is an option at that point. No, and I've I've had failures, and we will talk about that. In a 20-year business journey, you've had that clients that you come succeed. and go. Yes. Uh, and you have to 
learn emotional resilience. I think that's more for me as uh, a woman, as just, you know, I surround myself with my brothers and my husband and my sons who they see the world entirely differently than I do. And they're, they're just great. It's great medicine for me that they say like, you know, mom or Anne, this is, you're, you're really overreacting here. It's not, this isn't quite what we see the situation, which is fabulous for me. We, I need to be brought back into the center. Um, risk was scary, but I, I believed from day one that, that I could do, that I could have an impact and that was through stories. And I can, um, I think one of my gifts is that I can see stories in situations, in businesses, in people, and I can connect those dots into dots that people don't see. And so I can talk to the media or I can go back to the client and say, this, this is such a great opportunity. We're going to do this and we're going to weave person A in with you. And then we're going to bring the media in because this is such a great story that needs to be told. So I believed that I could do it. I didn't have all the answers. Now, this is pre-social media. This is, this is back in the day when we were doing brochures and only press releases. Now, when we show up to a, to a newsroom where we're, might be doing live news at the news desk with a, a client or a taping on site, you know, a, a video recording. iPhones are going and we're putting out Instagram posts simultaneous to the news uh, reel running. So it just, we're making a hundred times more pieces of content than we ever did 20 years ago. And that's a great thing. But it's also, you see immediately, is your idea going to fly or, or did, you, did it just sink? But um, I think the other exhilarating and challenging part of owning the business, there is never a day in 20 years where I woke up and said, phew, today, I made it today. Like, I can breathe a little easier. There's just, you know, I don't care what contract you signed with any entity, it could, it could evaporate today. So there's always that sense of I have to run a little bit faster. I got to jump a little bit higher. Uh, I have to do something where I get in a better creative zone to think fresh ideas. You know, maybe I need to go to Nashville for a week and uh, be around more creative people, um, read different uh, books or articles that just get you uh, continually fired up to be more creative. When, when we had our son, uh, I remember saying to people who go, how, how's it going with your new baby? And I'm like, what? I got run over, right? <laughs> I, I don't I remember anybody telling me I had him late. And so that's the other thing that, that you and I are really, really at different points that way. You have grandbabies. Yep. You know, our son is 16. He's a junior in high school. Buckle and up. <laughs> pe- and up. people forget that. For, for me, sure. in terms of what I could attend, time commitments, and we'll get to women having difficulty saying no. But when I when I think about you, I think of you as a full blown superhero. But <laughs> but if you had, to I'm hiring sit- you for PR. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be sitting here if yes. I didn't, right? I mean, I just Aww. I can't. Thank you. You know, yes, the, the admiration, the respect. And so if you had to say one superpower, is it is it your storytelling? Because I think you're magical. Well, <clears throat> that's a talent. The superpower, I mean, I see myself even 
stories are the avenue and the connections are the avenue, but my deep desire to help. So that could be the business, that could be the individual, that could be the charity like the Salvation Army. I think that my ideas can help, can make a difference, you know, uh, grow a donor base or grow a client base or just be good for the community. The stories that we're finding and sharing, I think will make the day better. And actually, that's part of what my heart's desire for the podcast is going to be, that we're asking people for 30 minutes of their time. Time is non-renewable, not getting that back. Um, So I love listening to podcasts in the morning when I get ready, and that's 30 minutes I can dedicate that I'm not taking from something else. But I really earnestly desire through our stories, our experiences, um, and our guests, the people that we connect with that I cannot wait to invite on and into our uh, studio and conversations will be very helpful and uh, very impactful for people. I think it will make their day better. For the 30 minutes we're asking, I want an immediate ROI to every listener. They're going to do something differently. They have a piece of advice that they can enact. Um, And again, I go back to our first show, Today's the Day. This, this podcast isn't perfect, and I could give you a thousand reasons why I would reschedule it with you. Like, okay, we're on video, that's a little, you know, now we're in a whole new uh, era, but this is 2021. Nothing is the same as we knew it 10, uh, you know, 11 months ago. So all the better reason, almost a new sense of energy, let's do this. The rules are gone. So we're, we're writing our own chapter. Ann Dieter Gallagher, thank you so much for just the the smallest peek into you and your journey and your success in business as a woman uh, to be continued. And our organic stories will obviously come out through our guests, through um, what we know to be just the next step of the journey and not the destination. So um, can't thank you enough for that little peek into you. I think it was phenomenal. And our next show will feature you essentially getting a a peek into me, but I'm much more forthcoming. You'll just have to keep me on the rails and stop me from all the rabbit holes. Um, So thank you. And we are going to, um, Ben Gallagher is going to take us out. Um, and again, thank you. We, we did it, lady. We did. Today's we did the day. It. We did That's it. That's our we, actionable advice. Today's it. the day. We burst through. So stay tuned. Uh, the next episode is coming up. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. 
That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com.